0: Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible Reading Plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello, thank you for joining our Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Marika and we are still continuing on with Matthew. Just a few more chapters left to go. Um, So we're up to Matthew 22 today. Um, and again, we're not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of a long one. Um, but yeah, feel free in your own time to go finish off, finish off the chapter. And I encourage you to do that. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump straight in. All right. The parable of the wedding feast. As was his custom, Jesus continued to teach the people by using allegories. He illustrated the reality of heaven's kingdom realm by saying, there once was a king who arranged an extravagant wedding feast for his son. On the day the festivities were set to begin, he sent his servants to summon all the invited guests, but they chose not to come. So the king sent even more servants to inform the invited guests, saying, Come, for the sumptuous feast is now ready. The oxen and fattened cattle have been killed and everything is prepared, so come, come to the wedding feast for my son and his bride. But the invited guests were not impressed. One was preoccupied with his business, another went off to his farming enterprise. And the rest seized the king's messengers and shamefully mistreated them and even killed them. This infuriated the king, so he sent his soldiers to execute those murderers and had their city burned to the ground. Then the king said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, yet those who have been invited to attend didn't deserve the honour. Now I want you to go into the streets and alleyways and invite anyone and everyone you can find to come and enjoy the wedding feast in honour of my son. So the servants went out into the city streets and invited everyone to come to the wedding feast, good and bad alike, until the banquet hall was crammed with people. Now, when the king entered the banquet hall, he looked with glee over all his guests. But then he noticed a guest who was not wearing the wedding robe provided for him. So he said, My friend, how is it that you're here and you're not wearing your wedding garment? But the man was speechless. Then the king turned to his servant and said, Tie him up and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be great sorrow with weeping and grinding of teeth. For everyone is invited to enter in, but few respond in excellence. The Pharisees tried to entrap Jesus. Then the Pharisees came together to make a plan to entrap Jesus with his own words. So they sent some of their disciples together with some staunch supporters of Herod. They said to Jesus, Teacher, we know that you're an honest man of integrity and you teach us the truth of God's ways. We can clearly see that you're not one who speaks only to win people's favour, because you speak the truth without regard to the consequences. So tell us then, what do you think? Is it proper for us Jews to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Jesus knew the malice that was hidden behind their cunning ploy and said, Why are you testing me, you impostors who think you have all the answers? Show me one of the Roman coins. So they brought him a silver coin used to pay the tax. Now... Tell me, whose head is on this coin and whose inscription is stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Jesus said, precisely, for the coin bears the image of the emperor Caesar. Well then, you should pay to the emperor what is due to the emperor. But because you bear the image of God, give back to God all that belongs to him. The impostors were baffled in the presence of all the people and were unable to trap Jesus with his own words. So they left, stunned by Jesus' words. Marriage and Resurrection Some of the Sadducees, a religious group that denied there was a resurrection of the dead, came to Jesus to ask this question. Teacher The law of Moses teaches that if a man dies before he has children, his brother should marry the widow and raise up children for his brother's family line. Now, there was a family with seven brothers. The oldest got married but soon died, leaving his widow for his brother. The second brother married but also died, and the third also. This was repeated down to the seventh brother when finally also the woman died. So here's our dilemma. Which of the seven brothers will be the woman's husband when she's resurrected from the dead, since they were all once married to her? Jesus answered them, You are deluded because your hearts are not filled with the revelation of the scriptures or the power of God. For after the resurrection, men and women will not marry, just like the angels of heaven don't marry. Haven't you read what God says? I am the living God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were dazed, stunned over such wisdom. The greatest commandment. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they called a meeting to discuss how to trap Jesus. Then one of them, a religious scholar, posed this question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus answered him. Love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being and with every thought that is within you. This is the great and supreme commandment and the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way you love yourself. Contained within these commandments to love, you will find all the meanings of the law and the prophets. All right, we're going to stop there and I just encourage you guys to sit with the Holy Spirit and ask him what he wants to say to you out of this, um, out of this passage that we've just read. I know for myself, I was, um, I was just challenged by that first parable, um, you know, the one about the, um, the wedding feast and how the guests had more important things to do than to go to the wedding. You know, they were too preoccupied or too busy with other things. And I think, you know, I'm often like that, like those people in that story. And I choose not to go. It actually said that in there, they chose not to go. You know, I get too preoccupied to follow Jesus and to spend time with him. Um, So I know for myself, I've been wanting to really practice uh, silence and stillness. And, you know, I have an alarm on my phone that's supposed to go off twice a day and I'm supposed to have two minutes silence and I ignore it every time. So I know my challenge for myself today is to not ignore those alarms and to take those two minutes to spend it with him and to choose to go to that banquet with him. So that's what um, he's saying to me, but what's he saying to you? So why don't you take a moment to ask him and I'm going to pray. All right, Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We just thank you that, that you want to speak to us through this passage. And I just pray that you know, that you would just open our hearts and open our minds. And um, I knew that you would just speak to us um, and tell us what you want us to action out today because we don't want to just do this for, for more knowledge. We want it to be life-changing and transformation in our lives, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.